welcome to season six of Travel Stories Podcast, where I am in Brazil. That's a short intro, isn't it? Uh, if you're new to the show, seasons one to five are the... Oh man, I should have thought about this before I started talking. They are the... What's the word? Come on. Oh, we're... We've already come to this. It's like seven seconds in and I can't remember a word. This is ridiculous. <sighs> narrative, that's the word. It's the narrative style in seasons one to five. It's less of me talking, so that's all good, right? And then season six, we followed me around Europe on the motorcycle. You guys know this, right? Or if you, well, if you knew, you don't. So I went around, <laughs> I went around to every country in mainland Europe on a motorcycle. Her name's Gloria and she's hibernating in the UK at the moment. That's the... Uh, the B-side to uh, Pretty Vacant by the Sex Bills, I believe. Oh, come on, talk. <laughs> Use words. <laughs> Just stumbling over me words. I've not long woke up, I'll admit. <laughs> anyway. Oh, no, that's not the intro. If you are in, Jesus Christ, if you are in <clears throat> Bogota, I think I've said that already, but there's a good reason for me to say it this time. Bogota. Don't know how to actually say it. Don't speak Spanish. Colombia. And you are thinking, hey, we didn't feel the presence of, of a, a young, well, Hayden Lee <laughs> this last week. You'd be correct. If you are in, let's see here. Oh, I've got a map of Europe on the wall. Let's, let's have, a, have a point. That's in the sea. Let's go again. Let's go in England, actually. Oh, Cambridge, Cambridge. If you're in Cambridge, uh, the United Kingdom, which is actually equidistant between London and Norwich. I never, never knew that. So the old travel tavern on Alan Partridge, that was nearabouts, nearabouts? That's not a word. Come on, get to the point. If you're in Cambridge and you're, people don't take buses in Cambridge, do they? Uh, and you're being chauffeur driven uh, <laughs> and you're getting an Uber, do they have Uber in Cambridge? Who knows? Then I would invite you to join me. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wake up a bit. Then I would invite you to join me. I am, like I mentioned, in Rio de Janeiro. That's how they say it on the UFC every time. He's from Rio de Janeiro. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm in Rio, Brazil. And uh, it took a lot to get here, but I did. <laughs> I'll tell you about that. But yeah, I'm in a place right now. It's, I don't actually know how to pronounce it that well. Lemmy? Is it Lemmy or Lemme? No, nah, it, it doesn't have an accent on, so it's got to be Lemmy. But then it's, it's not often that, that Brazilian words, uh, Brazilian words, Portuguese words have, an, have a, like four letters long and have an E on the end. Like what? So I'm, I'm there. Anyway, it's just down the road from Copacabana. Much easier to say. But it's like you get all the, all the fun of the beach, right, which is just over there. Uh, you can't see me pointing. Uh, but it's like a, it's like a community I kind of feel it feels more homely here you know it's like like I, I see the same people every day and like I know their names now you know like the doorman downstairs Jose oi Jose eh, bon dia Jose tudo bom eh? <laughs> it's good he's a good guy <laughs> but yeah so it's nice that's where I am and it is warm as toast it is in, it's insane it's like 35 degrees uh, celsius which is in stark contrast to what it was in ohio when i was there the other day or the other week it was in celsius minus 20 minus two zero in celsius ridiculous 
Like they're all hanging out there like, yeah, this is fine. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> England, the, the lowest England has been temperature wise is minus 26 <laughs> like ever, you know? And actually a little bit of a fun fact that was in my home village, literally the village, it's in a small village, that village. It was the coldest that the, I think England has ever been minus 26. Look it up. Edgemond, good place. Trick or treating was also invented there. Anyway. Let's not get on to Shropshire facts again. Right, so <laughs> I was in, like I say, Ohio the other week, and I was coming to Brazil, right? And as you can probably guess by the title of this uh, episode, which I haven't quite figured out yet, but I will have by the time you listen to it, obviously, uh, it's going to be something like, what's it going to be? Something like, I wasn't meant to come to Brazil, or something, something it sounds a bit, what's the word for those things, uh... I can't remember, I don't know the YouTube terminology for it, but it like hooks you in and then doesn't actually provide the information. But it, it's true, it's true. Like, well, it, it's it's a way of looking at it if you believe in the universe and all that stuff. So anyway, what was I saying? Yeah, so <laughs> I was in Columbus and I was coming to Rio and I will tell you about the journey, right? So I'm looking at a 20-hour journey, right, ish. I'm looking at going from Columbus uh, Airport to... Uh, where does it go to then? To Orlando and then to Bogota. Still don't know how to say that. And then to Rio, right? Arriving at 6 a.m. So I was thinking, that's not too bad. I can deal with that. That's all right. I love flying. It's all good. It's all good. So got in an Uber, got in an Uber to the, uh, <laughs> to the airport in Columbus. Nicest Uber driver ever, right? It was this woman. She reminded me of, right, if you guys have ever seen Scrubs, oh man, if you guys have ever seen Scrubs, right, there's one episode where they, I think they get to ride in a, in a, uh, what's it called? Ambulance, right? And there's this woman that works in the ambulance. She drives the ambulance. There you go. She's an ambulance driver and she's super nice and like won't stop talking about a kid and like just the way she talks and the way she was, that's what this woman was like. If you haven't seen Scrubs, none of that means anything. She was just super nice, basically. And yeah, that's what she was like. She was telling me all about what she wants to do. What do you want to do with your life? And that's an old school reference. <laughs> and no, Twisted Sister, no one? No. <clears throat> that's me coughing. That's what that sounds like. And yeah, and so got out of the Uber. It's like the first Uber tip I've given because she was just awesome. She was well cool. Anyway, got on the airport and it was fine. Got on a plane. It was fine. Got to Orlando. Right, got to Orlando. I thought, let's get a little bit of food, got some food, right? Did that, did a little bit of work, right? Did some work. And then I'm coming to uh, coming to, <laughs> to check in for the flight because I couldn't check in online. And they said, yeah, flight's, uh, flight's cancelled, like. <laughs> I was like, what? They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing about that is the flight, you're supposed to be, I said, yeah, go on. They go, yeah, it's, it's not flying anymore. I said, why? She said, I don't know. <laughs> She wasn't brummy. She says, I don't know. <laughs> it's just cancelled. So I was like, all right. Uh, what can you do for me? <laughs> and she goes, well, we've got more going like tomorrow and like three days from now. I was like, well, I mean, I do like Orlando. It's pretty cool. But I kind of want to get to Rio, especially as I'm already paying for the Airbnb and you know, stuff like that. And I know I could say, oh, you know, I've lost this much on this and get all the money back, but I, I can't be bothered, man. So, <laughs> so I was like, right, okay, what are my options? And, uh, and I was looking and she was like, well, all right, you want to ring up the people, right? Ring up the people, <laughs> the customer service thing. I was like, is there no one here I can talk to? 
She goes, nah, we, we have to, I mean, if there's anything, we have to talk to the, the people and customer service. So I called them up about 20, 30 minutes later. No one was picking up. Obviously, people are trying to call. Anyway, so I gave up. <laughs> I don't mean I just like lived my life in Orlando. I gave up. Right? And I was like, right, this is, I, I want to get there. So I'm going to start looking at flights. I'm going to start looking at flights. <laughs> this is where it gets fun. So I found this flight. And it was through, not through Bogota, but through Panama, right? And it, that, but that didn't matter. It arrived an hour after I would have arrived, 7, 7 a.m. Not too bad. Loving that. Exactly the same. All good. I mean, it's an extra, like, what was it? In pounds, it was like 650 quid or something. <sighs> but I was like, right, if it's going to get me there, it's going to get me there. And then maybe I'll talk to the airline and try and get some money back from the other one, even though I'm definitely not going to do that. <laughs> So I was like, right, this is where it starts to get fun, right? So I was like, I'll get this one. And then, uh, and I was online and I got all the way to the end, right? And I pressed book, right? The little book button, I pressed that. <laughs> and then it took me to a thing that says booking, not, I mean, no, error, you know, not confirmed, error, you know, uh, please try again. And so I hit book again and it said, we already have a booking using this information. So I was like, all right, so do you have it or don't you? Right? And so I checked my, uh, checked my bank, money's gone out, right? Got no booking, no confirmation, no booking number, nothing that I can check in with. Check-in at this point is in an hour, right? Check-in closes in an hour for this flight that I'm buying, right? <laughs> and so, so I'm like, okay, let's get on the phone. So I got on the phone whilst I also got on the web chat. Man, do I hate web chat. Right. And so while I'm on hold, I'm talking to the web chat person. I'm like, look, you didn't send me an email, right? I need this information. And she goes, all right. I said she, I say she, it's a robot. But she goes, all right, I'll send you, I'll send you the email now. Well, I don't think it was a robot. She goes, I'll send you the email now. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to keep this, this open until it arrives, obviously. And she goes, all right, cool. Well, if there's anything else I can help you with, I said, no, 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 no. We're keeping this open until it arrives because it as yet hasn't arrived. It's been two minutes since he said you sent it the second time. And then she goes, well, well, well I've sent it now. Um, bye. <laughs> no email arrived. <laughs> so I got on another, got on another thing. Same thing happened. Uh, like it, it was one of those where you explain it to a T and they go, right, what I'm hearing is, and it's like, no, no, that's not it at all. And then they're like, right then, well, if there's anything, if I can be of any further assistance, and I just replied, further, question mark? <laughs> I was getting a bit, you know. And so by this time, it was, I don't know, half an hour <laughs> until check-in closes. Right? I go to the check-in desk just to see if I can, you know, using my passport, just they have the information somehow. So I went to the desk, went to check-in, and she said, <clears throat> that's me coughing again. She said, yeah, we can't check you in because the booking's not completed. Right? You don't have any like numbers and stuff. The booking's not completed. I was like, all right. So by this time, the bloke right, uh, on the other end of the phone had, had answered, right? Really nice bloke. And I said, look, mate, I need these numbers. I need this sort in. Checking closes in uh, 20 minutes now. <laughs> so I need these numbers because I need to check in for this flight like now. And he was like, all right. Leave it with me. <laughs> I'll just put you on hold. I was like, Jesus Christ. So you put, you put <clears throat> that's me coughing again. Jesus Christ. I must stop smoking. I'm, I, I, I'll do a short aside. So I usually, while I'm working and stuff, it's like, 
I, I don't fancy myself one of those old kind of poets, but I like to I like to be smoking something while I'm working, right? So um, so I started smoking the uh, the electronic cigarettes, right? <laughs> and uh, and two days ago I was uh, here in Rio, and I was looking for some. I ran out of the old liquid for it, so I was you know looking for the old liquid here. And I asked loads of different people, went to loads of different shops, all the tobacconists, you know, couldn't find any anywhere. I'm thinking, that's weird. Every time I come to Brazil, I've just been smoking away on it, you know? And, and then I read, when I got back here, but go back home, I read on the net uh, that electronic cigarettes are illegal <laughs> in Brazil. And if, you, if you're caught with one, it can be an up to $10,000 US uh, fine. How crazy is that? <laughs> Last time I was here, I was just smoking away. <laughs> so yeah there you go oh yeah that my point was I, I may or may not right have bought a pack of cigarettes right? i know i know it's 2019 what am i doing but no i'm giving up <laughs> God, i've heard this so many times with so many different people this is my last pack right <laughs> this is my last pack i'm giving up on sunday Monday's a new week. I mean, this has gone further than, than I'll do it tomorrow. I'm doing it Monday. <laughs> Monday's a new week. I'm telling you, though, I'm getting in the gym. I'm getting in that gym. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. Where was I? Something about... Yeah, okay. 20 minutes left-ish. Right? Maybe a bit less. 15, something like that. Man. Guy puts me on hold. <laughs> and I'm waiting. I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't do anything. I can't check in. I mean, I can I can see the clock going down. 15 minutes, 14 minutes, check-ins closing. I'm needing this guy to get back to me, man, right? And so 10 minutes left to check in, right? He comes back on the phone. He's like, you're right, mate. I was like, go, 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 go. Give me the number. <laughs> and he was like, he's like, all right, I've got the number you need. All right, I've got everything you need. So, so get in the queue. And I was already in the queue and there was like a couple of people in front of me. I'm like, come on. <laughs> you know? And so, so I get to the front. And I said, hello, I'd like to check in, please. Here's the number you need. And then the bloke was like, all right, sound. Well, I can see that your booking is, uh, your booking is complete. I was like, ah, oh, yes, yes, we're in. We're in, we're golden, right? I can see your booking is complete. Um, he goes, have you got your return flight? <laughs> Bear in mind, 10 minutes left now. <laughs> I said, what do you mean a return flight? He says, well, in order to go into Brazil, you need a return flight out in order to, you know, for you to get the visa and everything like that. I said, mate, that ain't true. Right? I know that that ain't true. He goes, nah, it is. I said, look, mate, I've been there, right? I'm English, right? <laughs> Pulled the English card. Look, mate, I am English. <laughs> I didn't know, not like that. I was saying I'm English. I know how the visa works with English people, right? So I don't need that. He goes, yeah, you do. I was like, oh, come on. We've got 10 minutes, man. We can do this. All right. So I'm there. Whilst I'm protesting that I don't need it, I'm also looking up flights out of uh, Rio to like the nearest place. You know, <laughs> it's like over to Uruguay, 100 quid or something. So I'm thinking, oh, I'll just get that. And then uh, as I look, mate, can you can you check again? And he, he twisted his computer monitor, twisted? He twisted his computer monitor around. And it was like, uh, uh, what was it? We'll get, we'll get rejected at border or something like that. I was like, well, that's pretty black and white, isn't it? <laughs> I said, but it ain't true, right? <clears throat> so he goes, all right, I'll get my supervisor over. Got his supervisor over, right? The woman came over. She goes, yeah, you definitely need a flight out. I said, I definitely don't. Please ask someone else, right? And we've got eight minutes left. 
Right. And then um <laughs> and then she's on the phone, right? She gets on the phone. I'm there still looking at these flights. I'm midway through booking a flight out of Rio, right? And uh and then uh but then I'm thinking, well, if uh, I mean, if I get that flight, how long is that going to take to to kind of finish the booking, and then will it get done in time? So I'm thinking all this, and she's on the phone, right? and then five minutes left now, <laughs> and she goes, she gets off the phone, she goes, "You're absolutely right." I said, "I know I am." <laughs> she goes, "This is why I wish I was English. So you don't need a visa at all. You get one on the border." I was like, "I know. Like this is what I've been telling you, right?" So uh, she prints out the boarding pass. She goes, "Here's your boarding pass." I was like, "Oh Jesus Christ! Thank you." Sorted. Right. So I breathed a sigh of relief, right? And then uh, <laughs> flight, right? 3.37 p.m. 3.37 p.m., right? I get to the, the little security bit, massive line. There's like a sea of people for this security thing, right? Because <clears throat> they've got the dogs out and all that, right? And there's a sea of people, right? Oh, it's intense. And flight is at 3.37, right? <laughs> the time was, I mean, let's see, what was it? I think it was about 10 past, 10 past three. And uh, <laughs> I looked up at the little thing that said how long it's going to be till you clear security, like how long the line will take. And it said 25 to 32 minutes. <laughs> and, then the <laughs> and then the gate from then is another 10 minutes walk, right? So I looked at the times, I was like, well, I'm clearly not making this flight. Like, it's, it's not, it, I physically can't, can't do that. Like, that's like 40 minutes, the flight's in like 20. I can't do it, you know? So I was like, well, I've just bought this flight. I've just checked in for this flight. This is the second flight from Orlando that I've bought, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, uh, I say to the person in front of me in this little line, I said, look, mate, my flight's in like 20 minutes. I'm not going to make it. Any chance I could just, you know, I, I proper Hugh Granted it up, you know. I'm terribly sorry for the, that's not Hugh Grant. I can't do voices. I'm terribly sorry for the inconvenience. If I can just, uh, just, you know, pass you it. Sorry about that. <laughs> and uh, and I got to the woman, I did that to everyone. And got to, <laughs> got to the woman in front that was checking the passports, right? I said, look, love, is there, uh, is there any way I can just speed on through this? Because like, if you look at the times, I ain't going to make this flight and I need to just speed on through. I've seen it done before. I've done it before. Uh, if I can, can I just speed through, man? And uh, and she looked at my, my ticket and she looked at me and she goes, why do you think you're not going to make this flight? I said, well, because it's, it's in 20 minutes. I've got like, it's, I mean, that says it's 32 minutes to this and then it's to the gate. And she goes, look at your ticket again. <laughs> I look at the ticket, flight time. 4.37. I don't know why I thought it was 3.47, but I had an extra hour. So again, I breathed a further sigh of relief. <laughs> oh, man. And then, and then I queued up, right? Queued up again. So I got through security. <laughs> got through security, man. And then, uh, and then waited for the flight. Got on the flight. <laughs> <laughs> it still hasn't ended. It still hasn't ended. Right? Got on the flight. This is from Orlando to Panama now. Right. And I'm one of the last people on the flight because I always am. Right? And then I go to my, my, my seat, right? 30B. Right? <laughs> I get there. And the whole row is taken up. Row behind taken, row in front taken. I'm thinking there's something something going on here. My seat's like right in the middle of those people. 
And so I say, you're right, fellas. Uh, I, f- I think one is one of you is in my seat, right? And they said, right, well, he's swapped with her, she's swapped with him, and then they've gone over there. And then I said, right, well, whoever's last in that equation, I think they have my seat, right? <laughs> and so the uh, I said, it's 30B, right? Girl shows me a ticket, 30B. <laughs> Never seen it happen before, but <laughs> we both had the ticket for 30B, right? <laughs> Oh man, so now I'm thinking, all right, well, <laughs> I don't, I'm not meant to go to Brazil. There you go, that's the title of the episode. He said it, he said it. I'm not, no, I wasn't, I was said it in the past. I, I'm not meant to go to Brazil, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, something something bad's going to happen there. I'm not, this, is, this is a lot of signs. If you believe in signs, <laughs> I'm not meant to go. So, so the, the stewardess, air hostess, what do you call them nowadays? Flight attendant? I don't know. So the the bird, that's proper working class Middle England. The woman, can you say woman? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> flight attendant, there you go. She came up, can you say she? And she was like, uh, <laughs> she was like, what's going on here, fellas? And she didn't say that. She, she was, anyway, uh, she goes, what's going on here, fellas? Right? I was like, yeah, we've got the same seat. And she goes, all right, hang on with me for a sec. And then, and she she you know calls me to the back and we're hanging out and then she goes all right follow me and she walked me to <laughs> you'll love this my uh my emergency exit aisle no one else in the aisle whole aisle to myself heaps of uh leg room awesome had my own private little aisle with all the leg room emergency exit loving it so that was that was a little bit of a silver lining man that was i was loving that i was like Things are finally starting to look up for old age Lizzle today. Uh, so that was good. That was good. And only one more thing went wrong, I think. Uh, when I got to Panama Airport, which is all right. Uh, when I got to Panama Airport, <laughs> I kind of, I got off the plane and then I uh, just went and got a bit of a drink and again, checked some work, did some stuff like that. I thought I should probably get to the gate. Got to the gate. <laughs> there was no one there anymore at my gate, <laughs> leaving for Rio. I'm like, oh dear. And so, <laughs> so I walk up and there's still the woman. That, I don't know what her job title is. The woman was still there that, that checks your passport and that. <laughs> and she sees me walking towards the gate and has a look on her face that says, you're not, you're not coming on this flight, are you? <laughs> and uh, and I, I woke up, I was like, you're right, Rio? And she goes, uh, yeah, get in now. And she, she like checked my passport, didn't even check my boarding pass. She said, go, 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 go. You know? and, uh, and I get on the flight and the flight attendants look at me like, where have you been? You know? So that one was my fault. But, <laughs> but yeah, got on the flight, came here, nice and easy. Jobs are good. And here I am, <sighs> feeling good. <laughs> Yeah, that was my trip. That was my trip from Columbus to Rio. What trip? What trip? But now I'm in Rio. I've just been doing a lot of work, man. I've just been doing a lot of work. I've I haven't even been to the beach yet. I mean, it's over. I can literally throw something at the beach. I haven't been to it yet. <laughs> I've been to it before. Like I've been to it quite a lot in the past. So I know I know what it is and I know what it's like. I've been there. But yeah, I'm going out there today. Anyway, right. That's my story. <laughs> Should we get on to some questions, shall we? Let's get on to some questions. Right then, let's have a look. We'll do, I know I had one by email, so we'll do that one first so I don't forget about it. This one is from, terrible with names I am, it's from Josh Swearengine, Swearengine, 
Swearingen. 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 (laughs) One of those four. (laughs) Sorry, man. (laughs) I always do. You know me. He says, hi, Aiden. I'm such a huge fan of your podcast and my family and I have been inspired so much from your podcast that we have started, slowly but surely, that's the only way to do it, slowly but surely, making plans for some big trips in our family's future. Man, I'm loving this already, man. This is so good. We would love to come visit, we would love to visit uh, some places in Europe, England, Germany and France for me, Greece and Italy for my wife. Yeah, that that often seems to happen, especially when it comes down to the weather. I've noticed that's a big thing that... I, I don't know whether I'm about to, whatever the word is, but women tend to like it. That We're talking about like central heating and stuff. It's like, bang it up to 36, you know? <laughs> you know? But blokes are more like, nah, put a coat on. <laughs> but I'm I'm much more like the woman in that, in that uh, thing. Anyway, <laughs> so if it's for the weather, I would agree with her. If, if, having said that, I do love friends. And where are we? And visit a few friends of ours who live in Kenya. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, we have no timeline and it may take a long time. Loving that. We're both preschool teachers, so we don't make much money. But I wanted to let you know how much you and your podcast mean to me and my family. Man, how good is that? How good is that? Literally the reason I do the podcast. Like if I ever, if I remember like, oh man, I kind of don't feel like doing the podcast. It's like I read the messages and I'm like, man, this is, this is what I do. Right. Where are we? Uh, I was listening to, season, to a season six episode where you mentioned a site called Calendly and was wondering what it was all about. So basically Calendly is, uh, is a thing where, uh, so on my side of it, I set up uh, my calendar there and I block out places and I say, if you want to, that was my phone on the table. I, I say like, if you want to book in for a call or book in for whatever, then uh, then you can book in at these times. And I'm fine with any time on Monday, any time on Tuesday, whatever. And then people get the link, right? So on, on other people's side, they get the link and then they see, well, I can book any time on Monday, any time on Tuesday. So they book in, it notifies me what time they've booked. It notifies them, that, you know, with a confirmation and stuff. And that's all it is. So that's how people basically get on the show, which you should, by the way. He continues, congratulations on your successful motorcycle trip around Europe. Thank you very much. And your recent move to Brazil. I appreciate that. Thank you. It was difficult to get here, but worth it. (laughs) I hope this email finds you well and happy. I wish you nothing but the best. And thank you for the years of inspiration. Man, love that. From Willits, California. CA? Yeah, of course, CA is California. Awesome. Man, I'm going to read that every morning. (laughs) That was so nice. Thank you very much. And keep us abreast of what goes on in your travel future, man. Let us know. Let us know. And also, come on the show. <laughs> anyway. All right, let's get, get on to Instagram. If you want to send a message or ask a question or anything like that. It is, sorry, I was reading. I can't read and talk. It's <clears throat> Instagram at Backpack Digital. Okay, I think I've already read these ones and I haven't marked them as read. So well done. Well done. Bear with me a second. Uh, well done. No, no, done that one. Here we go. This one is from, oh no, names again. Um, oh, well done. That seems to be a pronunciation at the end. I did, I did this one the other week. Uh, no silent letters. Pfano. Again, a bit of a Brazilian accent on that. Sorry. Pfano. Rasso. Pfano Rathogwa. Yeah? 
Right? Is that all right? Let me know. <laughs> he says, he says, thank you. I, th- I, I replied to a message on, on, on this. He says, thank you. All the best in the States and... <laughs> I love it. He says, all, all the best in the States and... Brazil! <laughs> Street Fighter voice, he says in there. <laughs> oh, man, I played Street Fighter in a barcade. Uh, I didn't know they existed, but it's like a bar. Wait for it. And an arcade. <laughs> and so we went to this barcade, played Mortal Kombat 2 and 3, loving it. Uh, played Street Fighter 2. Yeah, really good. But I was playing against, I mention her every episode, I was playing against Charlie, right? My mate Charlie. And, uh, and she did the classic, the classic thing. Just be Delcim and just stay far away and just use your stretchy arms. That's not cool. That's not cool. But in fairness, I was doing the, you know, Ryu or Ryu, whatever you want to say. Technically Ryu, I've always said Ryu. I was, I was being the Ryu and, you know, doing the old... You know, give them a few adukans from the other side and kind of stay away. But that works well against Dalsim, you know? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Anyway. <laughs> he says, I'm Cube doing work. I'm hoping that Cube, there's a little emoji of a cube as well. I'm hoping that Cube is like, if, if it's not, I might make it this. Uh, it's like when you're in a cubicle, you know? like a call center or something. You're in a cubicle. I'm cubed at the moment. <laughs> How are you? Ah, not too bad. I'm just cubed, but I'm working to get some, uh, <laughs> bit of freelance work. Uh, I'm cubed. <laughs> I'm going to say that from now on, Matt. You guys, if you are cubed, let me know when you write in. Say, hey, mate, at the moment, I'm cubed, but in the future, <laughs> uh, I'm cubed doing work. <laughs> you know, back to real life. We've talked about this. This is not real life. We've talked about this. Real life is not being cubed. To be cubed is not <laughs> is not real life. When I say cube, all I think of is 2001 Space Odyssey. Now, I watched it last night, the old monolith and that. Even though it's not cube, it's a cuboid. <laughs> yeah, being cubed, that ain't real life, man. You guys know. You guys know, man. Real life is out here, out there, out wherever. No, it doesn't have to, it even have to be out. It's just that that's not, it, it's not necessarily to say that travel is real life, but I'd say it's closer. I'd say it's closer to real life than, well, what is it? If we think about like what we should be doing in tribes, in the forest, etc. like we wouldn't be traveling all too much. So technically travel, it depends what you define as real life, but I know what real life ain't, real life ain't being cubed. Anyway, <laughs> uh, currently listening to your latest pod. Cool. I thank you. You sharpen my urge to take trips whenever possible. Man, what an amazing sentence. You sharpen my urge to take trips whenever possible. That's badass, man. And I'm glad that I can do that for you. And that is, that's that's an amazing sentence. I'm going to use that. You sharpen my urge. That's badass. Man, thank you again for writing in. Love it. Love it. Keep us, uh, keep in touch. Let us know what you're doing. This one is from... Nope. <laughs> this one is from... <laughs> Lorna Lou, it's double O-W. Hey, hey, she says. I love the way you spelled that as well. H-E-I. I was wondering if there was a specific trip you took which sparked the travel bug for you. Was there your first long... Where was... Why, why can't I read, man? Anyway. Where was your first long-term trip? My name is Lorna, and I travel as much as I can in between uni, but I finally get to leave forever in May and don't know where to start. 
Any suggestions for good places to start a long-lasting trip, especially if you're headed there alone? P.S. Love the pod. It's the best to, tra- to travel listening to. It's the best to travel listening to. It's the best to tra- travel listening to. <laughs> that one's not my fault. Uh, sorry for the many questions, he says. It's okay. It's okay. This is a Q&A, man. All right. <laughs> uh, which, where were you? I'm going to do this all again. It's about the travel bug. Uh, was it a specific trip? Um, okay. So I was in Australia, in Melbourne, living what any would deem, uh, even though it's not my hometown, home country, living what any would deem as the the standard life, right? I was a painter and decorator. And I had, uh, I had my missus, a girlfriend, not wife. I had two cats. I had the house, you know, stuff like that. And it was... Not going to lie, it was amazing. <laughs> it really was, because the painting job I had was, there was very little paint involved. I'll go into why it's at some other point, but we didn't work a lot. We just mainly went to guitar shops. <laughs> so it was an amazing job for, for really good money. And we had a house and a garden and two cats. And like my missus was awesome. And I mean, I was in Melbourne, the best city in the world. Life was good. Life was good for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah it was the travel bug was kind of instilled before then for me because even then even with what is for me what would be the ideal version of the normal life it's the idealized version of the normal life for me right so you think in melbourne best city for me my favorite city uh brazilian girlfriend hey up uh you think he's saying good job you don't have to work a lot get a lot of money sounds good right it all sounds good to me right but even with that i still had that pull or push whichever way you look at it still had that pull like this is this is maybe it's a fear of commitment but it's like man this is i don't know i need to there's too much out there man there's you know i want to know everything i want to see everything i want to do everything i don't want to leave anything undone or unseen or un what was the first one they said known <laughs> You know what I mean? I want to be omniscient. <laughs> I know it's a stretch, but I'll give it a go. And yeah, so I had this before, before I guess going to Australia was traveling. But yeah, I had this before then. And when we broke up, me and my ex, uh, I was like, right, now I felt free. I say I felt free. I just immediately got another message. <laughs> but then after her... <laughs> Oh, no, sorry, there were two more. Two? Three? Oh, I don't know. And after them, I was like, well, okay, right, just me now. <laughs> and uh, and I felt free and, and open to go anywhere. That's why I went to Indonesia, right, straight after that. And that's, it was that, it was like I had that feeling all along. <laughs> Sounds very Disney. I had the feeling all along, right? But it was my, my hmm, my consequences now, my... What's the word? My, my, the, come on, we can do this. Come on, words. My situation, let's just use that. My situation didn't match that feeling. So I didn't feel like I could do it. There's a lot of, this is, this is why uh, midlife crises happen, right? Where you have this feeling of, I want to do this. I want to, oh man, I, I never got to be a rock star. I want to, I want to play shows. I want to, you know, drive a fast car, but your situation doesn't match that. You know, you live in Croydon and you, you go to what you're cubed, you know, your situation doesn't match that. Right. And this is why midlife crises happen. And that, that was the case for me. And then when my situation did match that, right, that's when, that's when I really started going out there. That's what happened. And I guess the only takeaway from that is 
if what you really want to do doesn't match your situation, change your situation so it matches. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, that was the first question. Uh, where was your first long-term trip? So, hmm, I guess you'd count Australia. Uh, so the first year in Australia was more like traveling than living there. So yeah, I'd count that because we traveled all, all up the entire uh, Queensland, all up Queensland, and then down through... New South Wales and then across to Melbourne. It was a lot more like traveling than living there. Jesus Christ. It was a lot more like traveling than living there. I should really edit this show. Anyway. (laughs) So I would say Australia. That's the answer for that one. Uh, Any suggestions for good places to start a long lasting trip, especially if you're headed there alone? Yes, Australia, especially as I believe that you're English. Let's double check that. Bristol. Yes. Okay, yes, I would say 100% Australia. You could also go New Zealand, but I don't know. I'd say Australia. Even though there's a lot of good things to say about New Zealand. I just like weather, man. I like weather. Oh, the weather outside is weather. And so I would say head to Melbourne, first of all. Go to Queensland. Oh, just go anywhere in Australia. Because you're English and because you're in uni, you're at the right age. It's before 35. And now they've changed it. You can go there for a year, right? If you really like it, then you could do, what is it, three months? Three months of uh, agricultural work. And then uh, you get another year. And then on the second year nowadays, you can do another three months and then get another year. You can say that for three years if you really want to. And then like, there's the old thing of, oh, I'm a student now. And then you get another year. <laughs> anyway. I would say Australia. It's fantastic. It's like different enough, but not so different. It's good for a first trip. It really is. Yeah. Uh, That's the end of the questions. Cool. There you go. And especially if you... Man, Jesus Christ. Especially if you're headed there alone. Go there. Stop smoking. (laughs) You smoke so much. Okay, this one is from... Raymond did, I can never say this, Raymond J. Dam, right. he says, oh, this is the one, remember, we were, we were doing the, uh, the reply on air, and he was online, and I sent him a message saying, we've, I've replied to you, I'm, I said, I'm literally answering your question on the podcast now, you'll hear this when you listen and realize how annoyingly slow I type with one hand, <laughs> did that on the show, <laughs> uh, where are we, <clears throat> he says, Uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. I've been listening back to all your old episodes at work and running out, but you've had some very inspiring guests. I read the book Vagabonding and it speaks to me so much. Oh, wait, hold on. Did I Did he reply to this whilst I was on the... I think he replied to this whilst I was doing the last one as well. So yeah, we'll move on to the next reply. Uh, Thanks for the on-air reply, he says. Uh, You were right. It was just weird for me. (laughs) It was just weird for me, yeah. Uh, I signed up to do an interview, but I'm nervous. But looking forward to it. Cool. Uh, may I suggest that you read a book called Promise of a Pencil by Adam Braun. Uh, it's very, it's a very insightful read. Uh, is that, does that have anything to do with Pencils of Promise? The kind of the thing where they do this stuff? <laughs> uh, also, you should make and sell travel stories patches so that maybe the listeners can put them on their backpacks and recognize each other. Maybe even have some sort of contest designing it. Then some of the sales could go to charity and also help out your show. Have a safe trip in Brazil. Cheers, man. That is a fantastic idea. Okay, here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. I know some of you guys are designers, right? So send me in a design. 
<laughs> I don't know how big patches are. Just a little one. We don't want them too obnoxious, but something that I don't know, something that you can you can see. <laughs> something visible would help. Uh, something, I don't know. I, I'm not a designer. <laughs> Right. So, yeah, if anyone designs stuff, what we'll do is we'll set up a, what's the best way to do it? I want to do it for free, but you raise a good point. We could set up a little shop, right? I don't know how to do that, but I know my mate does it. I can ask him how to do it. We'll set up a little shop, right? And <laughs> and then all the proceeds, we've got a charity. I don't need, it's fine. All the, all the proceeds, which charity should we do? Okay. Uh, hmm. Okay, when we've got when we've got a a design and we know it's going to happen, and when we come to choosing a charity, we'll choose it then. We'll choose it then because it's one of those things of like, I don't know. It's difficult because who's more worthy? That's always the question with charity. You know what I mean? Who is more worthy? Is it the people in Africa with no water, or is it name another charity? You know, deaf kids. I don't know. It, it, like, which is which is which is better? There's only one way to find out. <laughs> Oh man, stop quoting Harry Hill. That's weird. 90s comedian, not even that popular. But yeah, that's what we'll do. So if you can, uh, if you do a design of, or any design, do it, do a pin design. Maybe not a patch. Patches are, patches are good because they're bigger, but let's do pins, shall we? That's easier. Someone design us a pin, you know, like one of those little, little circular jobbies that you, you thing, what they're called? Button, pin, you know, design me some of them, all right? In fact, do like, let's do like loads of designs. It could be whatever you want, right? <laughs> and then, and then we'll we'll just throw all those designs up and then do that, right? That's a good idea. Let's definitely do that. I prefer pins to because people do. I know people do patches, but pins are easier, right? Let's just do pins for now, and then we'll do patches in the future. Brilliant, brilliant idea. Okay, man, we got a few. Let's move on, right? <laughs> this one is from Sluggish Bum. Awesome. He says, she says, they say, she says. Hey, hey, just listened to your podcast about travel finances. Really got me pumped, but I'm still trying to figure out what skills I can provide to be able to work remotely. I'd love to get some more insight from you. Okay, I think I said uh, one of the other weeks something about making a, I can't remember which episode it was, but it was a question, it was an answer to a question about making some type of brain tree. <laughs> Uh, you know, what are they called? <laughs> like a brain dump, right? You do all that and then you do them into categories. I don't know. But any skill that you possess, write it down and then that'll just give you the ideas. You know? Man, I'm getting so hot. I had to turn the air conditioning off to do this. I am a sweaty man right now. Anyway, so <laughs> write down all your skills. Any, like, breathing. No, breathing, not breathing. You can't really sell breathing. Uh, any skills you have. And that can either be uh, intangible skills, right? Like good with people, you know, or can explain things well, or, um, or I can, I can develop systems for things, or in fact, it can be even more intangible to, to work related things. So like, um, I'm good at alphabetizing my CD collection. That is a skill that you can, after a bit of thought, turn into an idea for something you can do remotely, right? Uh, I'm not going to do that one because that would take a while to, th to think of stuff. But if you can alphabet, I am going to do that one, apparently. Uh, my, my mouth is just like, right now, we're doing this. So <laughs> if you're good at alphabetizing your CD collection, that means 
I see it's tough because everything's automated nowadays when it comes to alphabetization. So you've got to get out of that mindset. So what is alphabetization? It's sorting, it's sorting into categories, kind of. It's it's sorting within categories. It's filtering, it's sort, sorting, it's stuff like this. So then when you look at stuff like data, data has to be sorted. A lot of that can be done automatically. What data cannot be done or sorted automatically? What has to be done manually? That is data that is, see, I'm trying to stay away from data input, even though that's what it's looking towards, data input. But once the data is inputted, hmm, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. But it is leaning towards that kind of data thing. Do you, that's still an example of the way your mind would have to work to to sort this out, you know. But yeah, write down any and all skills that you have. Like I said, it could be anything. And then do that, what I just did, and keep your mind open. Do that for everything, for all of the things you've written down. I mean, this could go, this could go all the way down to... Uh, I'm good at reordering the shopping every week and getting it delivered, whatever. It could be anything like that, you know, because then things like that, there's a lot of VA work. I mean, VA is a good way of getting, uh, that's virtual assistant. Uh, VA is a good way to get into it. The only problem is a lot of VAs you'll find in the Philippines and India and stuff because their prices, uh, their costs are so uh, low for companies. Obviously, if you're in America, or somewhere like that, you hire someone from the from the Philippines, they're going to demand a lot less than someone in the States, right? And so, yeah, it's uh, that's the way to think about it, though. Branch out from your skills personally. You can do the other way. Find out or see if you can find a list of everything you can do remotely. And then see which ones, see what, see which boxes you tick. But I don't think that's as good as doing it from you centrally first. That's what I'd say on that. <laughs> I'd love to do an episode more about it or like a case study. That'd be good to like get in a call with someone and just like really figure it out and then make a plan. That would be awesome. If anyone's up for that, let's do it. Let's do it. Like figure out what you can do, use your skills, everything like that. And then we'll, we'll figure that out. And then we'll figure out how to build something with that. We'll, we'll make, uh, what's, what's the word? Pro, 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 progression. No, no, no. Pro, pro, uh, pro, oh man, it's so close. Um, is it progression? No, it's not. What's the word? Ah, oh, okay. What's the word? Oh, projection. Jesus Christ. So we'll make some projections of what you'll be earning. And then from that, we'll figure out how you can use that to travel, when you can travel, what can fit in your new budget and stuff like that. I'd love to do, I'd love to do that to actually make it practical. Oh, that might be a good season of the show. How good would that be? Just each each episode taking someone through. Oh man, this is zero to travel, isn't it? <laughs> Old uh, Justin, Jason, James, just Jason, Jason, Jason Moore's uh, show, isn't it? Zero to travel because that's obviously what you'd call it. Zero to travel. <sighs> now nah, you come up with a better name. What, what did you say? Uh, broke to now nah, because you're not necessarily broke. Cubed. There you go. Cubed. <laughs> cubed to globe cubed to globe oh he's done it he's done it <laughs> so for the <laughs> potentially season eight we'll do cubed to globe <laughs> okay yeah seriously let me know if anyone's interested in that that would be really fun really fun right anyway this one is from ebony beb beb b 
<laughs> Bad with names, man. B-E-B-Y. She says, hey, I'm Ebony and I'm from Australia. My goal for the... Oh, went into a wrong key. Next year is to prepare myself to pack up and travel Europe. Doom, 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 bing, bada, boom, bada, doom. <laughs> no? No? No Paul McCartney, Stevie Wonder fans? Ebony and Ivory? Anyway, <laughs> I didn't even read that. I was just singing. My goal for the next year is to. I've been smoking a lot, by the way. Please don't judge my singing voice. It's usually a lot better. My, <laughs> it's not. My goal for the next year is to prepare myself to pack up and travel Europe for a year with no plans. I'm not laughing at the message, I'm laughing at myself. Uh, I'm looking forward to it so much that I listen to your podcasts every day. I'm even changing jobs to earn more money and save. I wanted to see if you have any tips for me on my goal. Yeah, get on cubed to globe. <laughs> for a year with no plans. Europe for a year with no plans. Hey, I did that. No way. Um, <laughs> uh, that's amazing. I love it. Um, so I'm even changing jobs to earn more money and save. So you'll be on a fixed budget because it looks like you uh, you won't be working along the way. You're saving and then doing it, which is cool. Uh, I would say, I would say start in... Hmm. Okay, I'd say two things. Fix yourself a budget, right? And hmm, make it a budget that is changeable, depending on where you are, because there's many different kind of uh, budgetary requ requirements in different countries. Right? So it's changeable, but it's relatively fixed, right? So, so you got I don't know how much a, I don't know how much a, a day. Or, get it down to the day, right? And actually put it in. I'll spend this much on food. I'll spend this much on that. You really, I think, will have to do that because. And this goes into the second thing I was going to say, start in the West, right? Start in the West, your Spains, your Portugals, your, your Frances, your UKs, right? Start there because by the time you like, it's a lot more expensive there than in the East, right? So if you were to start in the East, you'd be, you'd, you'd get like acquainted with your budget. Then you go to the West and go, oh no. <laughs> you know, I don't have I don't have any money to live here. Whereas, if you live, uh, if you go to the West first, but you get acquainted with your budget first, then you're living on a budget there and everything's cool. But then when you go over to the East, it's like, oh, cool! Now I have more money than I was using there. It's all cool. That's the way round I'd do it, and uh, and really look at that budget and get strict with yourself. Also, take more money than you need and less stuff. That's always the. It's always the. <sighs> advice you know so also with the budget give every dollar a name uh, that's like you know this is rent this is the every dollar is accounted for right? give every dollar otherwise you just spend it give every dollar a name but also have one of those names be non-used <laughs> i know that makes little sense but all i'm all i'm worried about is if, if i was saving and then going and wasn't earning on the road i'd be worried about finances because if something i'm not saying it will if something happens then like that's a big chunky finance is gone and then what do you cut the thing short or you know what i mean so it's like leave some money unaccounted for and in savings so that you always have that backup have a backup of your backup and make sure that you've got enough that's what i'd say apart from that incredibly boring advice <laughs> uh i'd say 
go to the east quite a lot because the east is awesome. I'd say, yeah, it's a car outside. I'd say Romania, badass. I'm looking at a map here right in front of me. Hmm. France, if you're in France, camp, camp your life away. Camping is amazing in France. Hmm. Go up to, uh, go up to Poland. Poland's nice. Uh, hire a motorcycle and do some, do some driving or riding. Go into Belarus because it's weird in a good way. <laughs> There's some more, more advice for you. Uh, yeah. Also talk to some people on wherever couch surfing or whatever and try and try and, uh, meet up with some people you've never met before and then make some friends and then things will happen from that. Be open to everything. You've got this, man. You know what you're doing. I mean, we've got a few left, man. This one is from Emily the Grateful. How good's that? She says, hi, Hayden. Hope you're good. I am. Thank you. Just listened to your episode about how you afford to travel. Helpful and something I've been talking and thinking about for the last three months. I agree with you 100% about not giving into this pressure people have ingrained into them to sit at their desk their whole lives and not live and see the world. Yeah, man, they're cubed. They're cubed. <laughs> I want to create remote work for myself and already freelance produce and touch type while I travel. There you go. There you go. Loving that. Uh, where are we? I did want to ask you if you know of any decent places to get podcast editing jobs, as that's what you do. Before working in video production, I worked in radio as a news journalist editing all my own reports. Nice. Let me know if you can help at all. I'd like to carry on working hard to live the remote life. Thanks in advance. I am mostly liquid right now. This is mental. Whew. Okay, we can do this. It's warm here. I had to turn the aircon off. Right. Um... Uh, let's see. Before working in video production and radio, say, man, thing is, you got a lot of skills. <laughs> you got a lot of skills. You got audio. You got video. You got the uh, the typing, the copy, I suppose. So yeah, what I would do, I would, uh, I'd combine the three. Obviously, not, not in one thing. I'd do audio for these people. I'd do video for those. I'd do, but well, if it were me, I'd set up my own thing, right? He says that I didn't set up my own thing. Uh, I'd set up my own thing. I'd, I'd say, hey, I'm an audio guy. So, okay, podcast, that was the original question. Podcast editing. Um, yeah, Facebook groups. It's a weird, <laughs> it's a weird answer, but that is what I'd say. There are podcast editing Facebook groups and they talk to each other, they give tips, they do all this other stuff and then they give each other jobs. They go, oh, this is client, I, you know, whatever. And then, yeah, that's that's how I got hooked up with my current job. Uh, oh, by the way, I got a promotion. I'm vice president. How good's that? Uh, so, so that's true, though. And so, uh, that's how I got hooked up with this job through Facebook of all things, man. Someone was saying, "Hey, I need an editor for the team." I said, "Hey, up here I am." That was it, right? That was it. So it's all about networking. It's all about Facebook. It really is getting your Facebook. Uh, Groups for podcast editing, do the same with video, do the same with copywriting, touch typing, do the same with uh, virtual uh, jobs, what do we call them? Um, location independent jobs, any Facebook group you can think of. And just, I would take everyone off my Facebook uh, news feed, in fact, I think I have. And so I don't see any updates from anyone like, John has uploaded a new photo. I don't, I, come on, John, I don't. Do I, you know, <laughs> but it's like, but have it from all the groups that you genu genuinely care about and you could get some work from and stuff like that. Have them fill in your news feed. So now your Facebook isn't just like, Sophie has, <laughs> has got engaged to Bill. It's like kind of more, more, this is a potential job thing. This is a piece of advice for this. And then also 
as well as that because then if you just check it every day and that, then it's not a bad thing then it's not a waste of your time then it's not just scrolling through facebook thinking like oh what's all this oh, craig has started a new relationship it, then it's just like it's it's you're looking through the job listings in a sense and you're doing something to progress your career career is a weird word and also you are an average of the five people that you are around the most. So if you're talking to them all the time, you will become one of them. Like Homer Simpson goes into the hedge. You will, you will mold into one of those, right? So that's what I do. That is what I do. Right then. This is from Kazel. Sure. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> Hope you will. Loved your attempt at pronouncing my name. I just did it again. I probably should have put that at the start rather than the end. Sorry for that. Just going to check. Yes, it is Kaisel. I got confused last time because it's it's aisle like of a supermarket with a K in front. Anyway, so I said, I think I said Kyle. I said, that's a badass way of spelling that. Anyway, uh, he says, anyway, actually. Uh, anyway, just wanted to give a little advice for listeners looking for ways to travel. I've had some great, uh, see, here we go. This is how it all comes together. Uh, I've had some great times using the, using Help X. The website is Help X. Uh, that's the letter X dot net. Jesus Christ. Okay. I should edit this show. I'm not going to help X dot net. I am an editor. That's why anyway, you can find. And if anyone wants to edit this show, <laughs> you can find anything from hostile work to farm work on it, which is pretty sick and makes traveling just a little more affordable. Anyway, hope this helps someone. Uh, take care and happy travels. Help X, so help exchange, free volunteer work, exchange, uh, exchange abroad. Uh, this just seems like keywords to me. Australia, new, I imagine it says Zealand. But yeah, there you go. There you go. Help X. You guys go on that. This one is from, is this the last one? Uh, no, keep hitting the wrong message. Come on, we can do this. We can do this. This is the final message of the episode. This is from Timbra37214. I imagine Tim. Is it Tim? Tim? It is Tim. Tim says, right, Tim. Oh, got a message. Tim says, put that on silent. I'm the worst podcaster. Hayden, love the podcast. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, I found you on Apple Podcasts. Oh, cool. Uh, I love to hear your stories about travel. Thank you very much. I love to tell them. Uh, I listen while driving and in my office. Uh, my favorite trip I took was a solo trip to San Francisco. Nice. In July of 2011, I just cashed in credit card airline miles and picked a date on the calendar. Man, that's amazing. My next solo adventure will be dedicated to you, man. How cool is that? Thank you very much, man. Cashed in credit card airline miles and picked a date on the calendar. How cool. That's what San Francisco, good place to do it too. Man, how good is that feeling? You look at your miles and go, hey, I could, hold on. <laughs> I could go somewhere. Let's pick a date. Man, that's amazing. I love that. I love that. Well, keep us up to date on the, on the more travels that you do, man. That's amazing. And again, thank you very much for listening. Truly appreciate it, man. Really do, man. Really do. Righty. So, <laughs> next week, I'll still be in Brazil. But I'm, I was about to say I'm working hard on season seven. I ain't. I ain't. I've got to be honest. I've been working hard, but not on season seven. I've got a lot of work to do. <laughs> I really do. I really do. I've, I've been here, what, three days? 
three days, four days, something like that. four days. I haven't even been to the beach, man. I can pretty much see the beach. Like, there's a bit of a building in the way, but I can like, <laughs> I can throw a rock to the beach, and I haven't been there yet. That's how much I've been working. So I will do season seven soon, <laughs> and then let's do cubed to <laughs> cubed to globe. <laughs> such a bad name uh, uh, yeah if you can you guys think okay i've got homework for you guys think of names for that all right and uh, no not think of names for it that's fine uh just uh let me know if that's something you want to do if you want to come on as a case study and we'll do one a season one an episode or something like that and it's like taking you from <laughs> the globe taking you from yeah i, I, I want to travel or oh i want to or i've been traveling i loved it but i need to figure out some way that I can, you know, get paid on the road and then then I want to go out and travel. In fact, I'd prefer it if you haven't traveled. That'd be much more fun. There's a better payoff at the end. But it's like, uh, that'd be fun. So if that's something that you're interested in, let me know. And I'll have a think about that because that's an interesting idea. I like that. I like that. Taking it through, like, like, this is what you can do. This is how you build the business of it. And then we'll do the projections. You'll be in this much then. So maybe you can book a date for then and then you can go to this country and then, yeah. That sounds really cool, man. I, that's oh, that's an entirely new podcast. That is anyway. Right. What was the other thing? Oh yeah, uh, designers. Or even if you're not a designer, send me some designs for uh, pins. You know, like button pins. What do they call them? Uh, badges. That's what we call them. Badges. We don't need no stinking badges. I ain't gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, badges. Send me some designs and we'll, we'll, we'll do them. We'll get them up there and then we'll just put all the proceeds to charity and then you guys can just stick them on you. Because you've all got backpacks. You can you guys can stick them on your backpacks and say, hey, you listen to Travel Snowy's podcast. <laughs> that guy can't talk, can he? No. He should really edit his show, shouldn't he? Yeah. Did you hear him sing on that one episode? Ebony and Ivory. Terrible, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. <sighs> do you like my badge? Yeah, I do, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> as I said, I'm in Brazil. Do you want to hear Brazil? That's not Brazil, that's a window. It's a heavy window. Right. This is what Brazil sounds like. Kind of standard, really, isn't it? <laughs> All right, cool. Right, I'm out. Uh, I'll speak to you. <laughs> Let me know about those things, and I will speak to you guys. <laughs> ah, there's finally noise. Oh, damn it, as soon as I try to... Oh, it's just some bloke opening a, a van. Right. <laughs> Speak to you guys next week. <laughs>